Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode 101. We're on the other side of the triple digits. Mm -hmm. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Yaden. Joining me today is the beautiful British boy, Mr. Chris Penwell. Hello, Chris. If she doesn't scare you, naive thing well. How's it going? Man, that's it's going well. You have a wonderful voice, Chris. Uh, or maybe mine is... It's come and go. Mine it, is just... It comes and goes. Huh. I've tried singing. It's terrible. Also, the... Oh, I lost my AirPod. Hold on. Lost <laughs> my AirPod. Here, keep talking. Hold on. Lost my AirPod. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've tried... Yeah, 101 Dalmatians. That is an absolute classic. And everyone should watch oh. it on Disney Plus. I didn't. I didn't understand the reference. I'm stupid. No. Oh, <laughs> you haven't watched it. Oh no. No, no. I have seen it. Okay. I have seen it. Okay. I just. I just didn't. I it went over. Sorry. My head. I'm. Went I'm a head. Disney nerd, so uh, that's something that I can't. I, I forget sometimes that people aren't as uh, into Disney as I am. That's okay. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> well, you got you got six baby Yoda, uh, baby Yodas in your house. I do, I do, and I think it's only gonna. I'm only gonna get more. It's only gonna <laughs> increase. I had to, are, are you gonna I get guess. a life size one? <laughs> I would. I kind of would like one, but the but the one I have, the, I think it's Hasbro or no, it's Mattel. I think it's Mattel. Mm -hmm. That one's like pretty close to life size. Oh really? Um, it's pretty close. Yeah, but I kind of want like a like one of the real one, like not real, but like <laughs> like one of the like actual ones that they use on the set that'd be kind of cool it'd be cool if like in 30 40 years they actually find a way to make him levitate so he'd be like levitate right behind you <laughs> all right everyone thank you for joining us today um hope you've enjoyed your holiday whatever you celebrate or if you don't yeah. celebrate anything i hope i hope it went happy well new year way. happy new year um, Josh is out sick right now, so we're hoping he gets better quickly. So it'll just be me and Chris today, but that doesn't necessarily mean the quality will go down. Uh, we'll have to, Chris, you'll have to do your, impre your impression of Josh at some point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm actually here. You know, it's, uh, it's not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a migraine. Uh, I'm good. I'm ready to talk right. some Xbox, even though we're gonna, uh, talk about PlayStation for most of the hour, I think. Yeah, I think we are going to talk about some PlayStation. <laughs> um, so it's a little bit. It's going to be a little bit slower of a show. Just it's just in terms of news because normally we go through a lot of the news, but obviously with the new year and the holiday, no one's not, not really a no yeah, one's working everybody's the press out of office. Right now. So yeah. So what, instead, what we're going to do uh, is we're going to look ahead at uh 2021 for PS5 exclusive and. Uh, that'll be sort of the bulk of the episode. We actually do have a listener question, but I want to confess, I, I really, I messed up with our... With no, our it, it was my fault, because I, I, I well, think you asked, like, is uh, Lily coming on this week? Yeah. And I <clears> said, yes, maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, think I didn't just... have track of time. <laughs> yeah. I was in that it's malaise okay. of, like, Christmas and New Year's and stuff, so I wasn't on the ball. Yeah. But Lily our... Zalvada is coming in next week, uh, which is very yeah. exciting. Yeah, so I think we just got our dates messed up. Anyway, we actually do have a listener question. For, yeah, somehow, <laughs> for, somehow. So we'll we'll get we'll get through that. Um, and then we're also gonna spend some time talking about what we've been playing. Um, I've been playing Persona Five, just the regular version, uh, because I never actually finished that. And you kind of inspired me to do that because when we talked about our favorite games mm. of all time, and obviously yours was Persona uh, Five. Go listen to the episode, but your one of yours was Persona Five. 
Um, I'm like, shit, I never did finish that, so um, I'll touch on that. I uh, wanted to talk more on Halo Master Chief Collection because I did get my Xbox, and then, Chris, you've been playing just a butt-ton of games. You got your first PS5 Platinum? Yes. So you'll discuss that. Mega Man 11 you've been playing as well. I like that game. A I little bit. A, couple years a little ago. bit. Yeah, it's uh, pretty it's cool. cool. It's cool. Um, what else? Uh, remember, you guys can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com and keep those iTunes ratings coming. It really helps us out a lot algorithmically. Uh, Here's the your... thing. If we get new reviews, I will say them in a weird accent. How about that? Oh, yo, you'll read them on the show, you mean? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. That's a really good idea. Yeah, leave your <laughs> reviews. I, li- <laughs> I like the idea that, but like, what if it's like bad, though? <laughs> Like, it's like a bad review. Oh, God. If you have constructive criticism, of course, le- you know, we're open well, to that. Well, leave us a message if you have constructive criticism. Uh, if, you have, if you love the show, review it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, what else? Tell your mom, tell your dog, tell your, your neighbor that you don't like. About, tell your baby about, Yoda. <laughs> tell your baby Yoda about our show. It really helps out um cool chris uh anything interesting going on did you have a good holiday anything yeah wild had, a, had a lovely uh new year's um and a lovely holiday in general uh very relaxing i can't really say anything crazy happened but uh you know right what? that's that's that's, that's great that's yeah awesome. that's actually that's good because you know that means you were staying home and being safe so my mum did this weird thing this year where she decorated the tree with New Year's decorations. Oh, so, that's a little odd. Yeah, so she got this like big set from Amazon, and she just started decorating it with like 2021. There was like these weird things uh, that you could pose with in front of like this uh-huh. Happy New Year kind of stand. Oh, yeah. I so, think I saw a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> but, oh, that's uh, funny. It's fun. It's fun. It's a good idea, and I, I'd recommend it to others as well. I'm gonna decorate my Christmas tree for Halloween. Hmm. Just, just cause, just cause, just cause, fuck everybody. I don't you know. Need actually, you know what? That. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's that actually isn't too outlandish now that I think about it. Um, and then before we get started, Chris, look, I've got the I, the listeners can't see this obviously, but I've got um, Fentimans, Fentimans botanically brewed rose lemonade. This is fancy lemonade. That sounds f- fancy as fuck. Yeah, and I believe it's carbonated. Let's see. Traditional botanical beverage with pure rose extract. Although I've been on, I've I've been getting fancy stuff. Um, I'm just gonna call it rose, <laughs> even though it's rose. I'm gonna call it rose because who gives a shit? Um, so let's see if this is any good. There's a dog on the on the label mm-hmm. here. Let's see. Welcome to the Soda mm. Review Show. Oh yeah, mm. Fentimans. Mm. Highly recommend. We should be sponsored by them. Mm. Call us. Okay. Anyhow, thank you. If you're still, I, I, we do talk about video games sometimes. If, you, if you're still with us, um, let's uh, let's let's jump into a couple things here. Um, again, no news really this week. I mean, there's a couple little stories, but other than that, we're gonna spend most of it talking about PS5. Um, PS Plus games were announced for the month of January. Those actually should be live by the time you guys hear this. Um, not a bad lineup actually. Um, so the PS5 version of Maneater. Yeah, Shadow of the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, um, and Greedfall. Greedfall. If you guys don't know, that's that focus home. 
published RPG made by this developer named Spiders. Mm-hmm. Very odd name for a developer, but uh, people kind of like that game. It's sort of an underrated gem. I never played Spiders it. Spiders is actually... a weird developer. Like, they're that double-A developer that's kind of under the radar mm-hmm. and releases kind of good games. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it seems kind of interesting what they have. It's, it's like a pirate <laughs> RPG. I've heard. Sort of. So if you're into well, that, maybe yeah. check it out. Yeah, and the, and I I actually got to preview this game before it came out. I never played it, but th- there's like sort of like branching paths and dialogue choices and bosses, okay. and it's 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 like it's like an RPG, like Fable-ish, Dragon Age-ish, but obviously lower budget. But nonetheless, I think the quality is still there. Um, the one thing I wanted to point out too, Man Eater, uh, is a is a PS5 version of that, and so I guess we're just getting PS5 games now. Mm. Just uh, next well, mo- two of them are PS4, one of them is mm-hmm. PS5. You can only get Man right. Eater if you have the PS5 version. And interestingly enough, uh, PlayStation offered refunds to people who just bought the game because it was on sale lately. So oh, that's so interesting because that happens all the time. Yeah. That of like you know oh big sales up and then whatever and then it's the the next game you know the next PS Plus month it's free that's interesting um, that game's really funny uh, again I didn't get to play the full version of that I played a preview build and from what I understand it's been patched a little bit uh, the preview build I played was a little bit rougher on the edges but still I think it's kind of interesting um, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider that's obviously you know that's obviously pretty good. Uh, so that is that, and then we also have games with gold. Let me get this. Po- I have no idea. I haven't even looked at this. Uh, games with gold. Let's see. It's a good oh. lineup too. Actually, there's only two of the four games announced so far. So they're not. This isn't the full lineup. It's not the full lineup yet. They haven't released that. Oh, yet. oh, I see. Okay. So let's see. Uh, I'm just looking here. It'd be nice if we prepared. Oh, I, I put <laughs> it on the dock. Oh, did you put it in the... No, I have it. I have it here. I'm just trying to find... Oh, here we go. Um, what do we got? We got King of Fighter, King of Fighters 13. Holy shit. They made 13 of those? There's, there's Holy. A, the 15th is coming uh, this year. Um, Holy moly. I've heard King of Fighters 13 is very, very good. It's an underrated gem. So maybe check that out okay. if you like fighting games. Um, so there's that, and then Little Nightmares, which Chris, yes. you, you, ra- you oh, rave about that game. It is excellent. Everyone who has Live Gold should download this. It's one of the best horror games I've ever played. It has awesome kind of like graphics, a really cool art style that reminds you of like films like Coraline or oh, yeah. A Nightmare Before Christmas, that kind of stuff. And it's very creepy. So mm. if you like all those things, check it out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like side scroller as well, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I own that on something. I'm sure I do. Need to um, pick it up. Okay. Need to try it. Yeah, it's so and right now I've played a, a horror game and you haven't. Yeah, I, that's like you're right. That's kind of that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> Here, let's just okay. We're gonna we're gonna shut the show off right now. I'm gonna go play. A <laughs> um. Okay. Last story. This is sad. Chris, get the bagpipes ready. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm not Scottish. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, I'm English. That's a difference. Okay. I didn't know. I'm stupid. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Adobe Flash. Adobe Flash Player is officially dead. R.I.P. 
Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna read the whole story, but none. You know that basically this is a big deal because Flash Player was huge from like the 90s to 2000s, mm-hmm. and I mean all these Flash series and Flash games that were made with Adobe Flash Flash Player. We had some um, big games, big indie games uh, that started on Flash, I believe, like um, mm-hmm. Celeste, uh, Alien Hunt. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, there, there's a lot of great games that started. Uh, I think Super Meat Boy as well was a Flash game. Yeah, So yeah, yeah I believe it, so. It was the start of many great careers, and uh, it's sad that it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, it's, it's probably for the best, because yeah. it, 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 it kind of was a little outdated, I believe. Um, Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we have better tools now. But, yeah, it's kind of sad. I think I, when I was in college, I think I did, like, animations and, and Flash. And uh, it, it was fine at the, at the time, I guess. But it just, <laughs> I think even at the time, though, it kind of felt like I was using, like, not the real way right. to animate, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. There was so, a lot of cool Newgrounds stuff. Yeah, Newgrounds, I'm sure. Like... Yeah. God. What a weird time we live in Yeah, it was very now. strange. It's just so different. So, nonetheless, R.I.P. Adobe Flash. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, normally, Chris, this is the part of the show where I say, "Are you ready to get into some news?" But that that was pretty much the news right there. So we'll just jump into our topic of the show. Normally, we don't have a topic of the show, generally speaking, but for this episode, we will. And I guess we'll do the same for future episodes. We'll yeah. do Xbox and Nintendo. Although, honestly, I don't know that those that that those discussions will be as robust because we don't really know much from Microsoft's uh, lineup or Nintendo's, really. I think we could dive into uh, what we'd like to see from Nintendo and Xbox. Mm. And I I think you're underestimating Xbox. There's a lot of Xbox games coming out, and I covered it for the gamer at some point. So you you, you might be surprised. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I I, I would hope to be wrong on that because, yeah, I just got my series and i you know want to play more games on that so let's just jump in we've got an article here from someone by the name of chris penwell over oh, at the i've never I've heard never, of him. Ne- never heard Sounds of him like never heard of him um oh jesus christ <laughs> those are your words not mine um <laughs> upcoming 2021 ps5 exclusives to look forward to um, what kind of order you got this in? This is, is this, is this in it's no It's kind order? of a random order. Yeah, it's kind of a random, random order. Because really, honestly, a lot of these don't have dates, except for, I think Returnal does have a yeah. date on it. And, and, and maybe Deathloop as well. Anyway, we'll jump into it. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. This is one of the first games we saw for the PS5. Yeah. Uh, it was during, it was, um, revealed during the PS5 showcase where we got to see the system and the price and everything. Um... Yeah, that game looks really cool. Uh, visually, my God, it looks it's just incredible. absolutely stunning. Yeah, um, and Insomniac, I think, is in a really good spot right now just because of all the goodwill from Spider-Man and the previous Ratchet & Clank game from 2016. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, sorry, I was just going to ask. Um, how do you feel about the, the, the woman, not woman, female, I don't know what the... the female the Lombax. Yeah. Lombax, yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> she seems kind of cool, right? She seems really cool. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't like how the internet has reacted to her. I've seen some horrifying shit. Um, <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, of but, course. Uh, you know, I, I really like the concept of the character. Um, I like how Clank could switch to being around her and then Ratchet's trying to find her. 
Like there'd be like this oh yeah flipping of like perspectives, which is really cool. Oh, interesting. But I feel like Ratchet's being torn apart by Clank like three or four times now. <laughs> you know, they've been uh. they've done that trick for a while. But the game looks done in, um, and I think they'll use the PS5 to its fullest potential, like with the dual sense controllers, um, and then the what they're doing with the SSD. I I think they're gonna surprise people with what they they can do with Rift Apart. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I believe, um, I'm checking this now as we speak, um, I believe this is one of the games that is available as a PlayStation Plus collection game. It is. So, the, the first game, I mean. Yeah. So, if you, if you have PS Plus and a PS5, you can download the first Ratchet & Clank, or, well, the reboot from 2016, um, at no additional cost, as yeah. part of the PlayStation Plus collection, just to prepare for the sequel. Rift it's an apart. awesome game. Um, yeah, yeah. no, no release date on that, but I do imagine that will probably come out this year. I it, Ratchet and Clank has a history of releasing within the first kind of quarter or first half of the next year. The console just released, you know. Oh, um, PS3 okay. Tools of Destruction that came out within six or six months. Um, mm. So I, I think that's definitely something we could see um and it looks pretty far along as well so yeah. i am expecting this to come out this year yeah and if you think about insomniac's um schedule obviously they've had their hands full with spider-man but you have to think as well like so they they put out ratchet and clank in 2016 mm-hmm. and we didn't see we didn't see spider-man for another two years after that so it's it's probably fair to say that they had a smaller uh, portion of the team yeah sort of working working on ratchet and clank pretty much right away they do have after... two teams yeah exactly so yeah that totally makes sense um so yeah that's a, that's one to look forward to um this next one here i'm pretty pumped about this mm-hmm. uh i haven't i haven't really seen a lot of people show their excitement about this but uh this is returnal um and this is uh coming out march excuse me march 19th which is soon, and it's developed by Housemark, who you might recall as the developer who made Rezogun, Dead Nation, Alienation, um, uh, Pixel Junk, I believe. Next Machina. Is made by... yeah. Next Machina. Is, did, they, did they make Pixel Junk? Uh, that might not be right. I anyway, don't think they did. But they, no, no, but they make arcade games, uh, mm-hmm. arcade-style games. And so this is like a third-person... I, I guess it's a roguelike? It's a bullet um, hell. Yeah, bullet hell roguelike kind of thing. But it's like, it looks just absolutely stunning. And not to say that their other games haven't looked good either. They have in their own way. But this, I mean, the, the, the realism, right? Like the, the realistically rendered looking characters and everything. This is just so different for them. And so I'm very excited to see what, like, you know, what that turns into. Um, it's a little scary, you know, for a developer going from solely making arcade style games to go, you know, to jump into something like this. But... I think they have earned sort of the benefit of the doubt uh, with just the, the quality of the games that they've put out previously. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I really like the idea of Returnal. It looks super fun. And uh, I, I think the arcade elements are still hanging in there, I guess, uh, with mm-hmm. the frantic kind of bullet hell action of uh, all the guns yeah. she has. Um, I do right. love the concept as well, because basically this pilot is stuck on uh, a deserted kind of planet and she doesn't know what the hell's going on. 
and every time she dies, she repeats the same day. But it's somewhat different. The planet reacts to her in a different fashion. So there's going to be a yeah. lot of um, situations that are brought to you. And they've the developers said that there's going to be a lot of replayability because of how much it's going to change. Yeah, that sort of reminds me of a few things. Um, one, it reminds yeah Hades, uh, the Outer Wilds, not the Outer Worlds, the Outer Wilds. Um, and then the DLC for Prey, Moon Crash, Moon something, where there's like a roguelike portion of that too. I just, I just think this looks cool and this looks different. Uh, so, re- and really intriguing that it's made by Housemark. Um, you might recall Housemark was actually working on, I think, a Battle Royale game, <laughs> and, and, which is just ridiculous. And they ultimately decided to either, either scrap it entirely or sort of refocus it into this. I, I'm not sure, but they, 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 they didn't they decided to not go through with the battle royale which i think was wise smart move yeah yeah um okay let's move on here ghostwire tokyo this is interesting because it's published (laughs) by bethesda but it's a ps5 exclusive game and that's because this game was i guess you know announced and revealed and it was all set up to be a playstation exclusive prior to bethesda being acquired by microsoft um and this game is developed by Tango Gameworks, I believe. Yeah, you right? are correct. Yep. Yes. Yep. And we did see this, I think, a couple years ago at E3 during Bethesda's press conference. Oh, this is the game. What, what's that developer? The or that developer that everybody really likes? And Nakamura, she was like kind of. I think her name is. Yeah, yeah. And but but and you know obviously she you know was one of the highlights of that E3. I think it was 2019 E3. But anyway, she left the project, um, which which is fascinating. I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's a bad sign for for the game itself. But this game looks really cool, sort of like horror uh, focused. But it doesn't seem to be as scary as the Evil Within. Uh, see, it, as the Evil Within does. I don't know. Um, it what has do you think some of this one, freakish Chris? kind of monsters in it uh, that look really mm-hmm. cool, and uh, there's all sorts of different abilities at your ex- <clears throat> disposal. I would kind of liken it to like Dishonored in a way with all kinds of different abilities that you could use and um, like melee attacks. So, right. I don't know. It, it looks really cool. We still don't know much about it, but apparently it is mm-hmm. coming out in 2021. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one, again, that I like. You're right. We don't really know much about it. But again, I'm willing to give the developer the benefit of the doubt just because the evil within is so great. And a lot of times the Bethesda published games. Not the not Bethesda developed, but the uh, Bethesda published games are usually pretty good. Yeah. So like your your uh, Wolfenstein's, your Dooms, Prey, all these sort of games. Um, Prey is published by Bethesda, right? Yes. Am I crazy? You, yeah. you are correct. Uh, Dishonored. Two two. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Deathloop. Deathloop. Mm. Uh, uh, this is speaking of Dishonored, Arcane Studios. This game looks so cool, man. Like, just everything from the style to the concept, uh, I just think is awesome. Um, this will be out May 21st, uh, barring any uh, delays on that. Um, what's interesting is that, there's, so there's like an online element, uh, which I think is really fascinating. And it, again, almost seems sort of like a roguelike in, in that you're like sort of repeating <laughs> the, 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 the same little uh, interactions or little moments. Um, and, you know, it's like a shooter, first person, uh, is it first person? Yeah, it is first yep. person. Um, and it seems, it's like really fast paced. It, it reminds me of um, like Hotline Miami, just in, in terms of the, 
the speed. Um, what do you make of Deathloop, Chris? Is this one that is on your radar? Uh, I think it's one of those games that I'll be interested in it when it comes out. But right now, the marketing has kind of turned me off from it. Oh, um, interesting. It, it, I don't feel like Bethesda's selling this game very well. And But it's hmm. a neat concept. Uh, basically, you're trying to take out these eight uh, targets to break the loop, like a time loop that's going on. And uh, But there's one person in the way who's trying to stop you. Um, and that that person's actually controlled by a player. Uh, yeah. So there's like this asynchronous kind of gameplay going on, and I'm I'm really looking forward forward <laughs> to doing it. And like playing as this uh, assassin against the main character, it's going to be so fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna take in delight from hearing those <laughs> people just like going, "No, what you no, <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker, yeah." You mother- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and again, I, I I think that's cool because it's like it's a different idea. I mean, how many? I I mean, you know, the games we we've gotten in recent memory are great, but like, it, I feel like there's a lot of ideas that we just see over and over and over. And this is kind of a new thing. If it doesn't turn out to to be you know positively received, that's fine. But I think at least it's it's good that Arcane is trying something different. Arcane is one of the most interesting developers, I would say, in the industry, mm-hmm. just because yeah. they, like. The uh, the amount of gameplay variations you can do with the Dishonored games is is nuts, and even like some situations surprise the the developers, you know, and the, just that yeah. game design of Dishonored one and two is just immaculate, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah, I I think this is a game to look forward to, but because of Bethesda's crappy marketing, I I just I'm not into it right now. Huh. Interesting. Um, all right, a couple more. Oh, actually, yeah, we've got quite a few to get through. All right, um, Oddworld Soulstorm. This is one Josh is looking forward to. Hey, uh, yeah, this is uh, my most anticipated game. <laughs> um, this is a sequel to New and Tasty, uh, which is really cool. This will come out on PS5 this year. Um, seems to be a little bit more cinematic, yeah. I think. I don't know. Um, I'm, I, I, I don't really know a whole lot about the Oddworld games, but I think that looks cool. No date on that. Um, anything on Oddworld, Chris? Uh, no, my name's Josh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right? Uh, it's not on Xbox Game Pass, so I have to get it on uh, PS5 when I when it comes out. Uh, it's the reason why I'm yeah. getting it. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, he said that. He said that. He said he would buy a PS5 for. Yeah, and it seems elevated. Oddworld. The graphics look incredible for an indie studio, and uh, yeah, looking forward to playing that. Hell yeah! Um, all right, God you, of Josh. War. <laughs> I love you, Josh. God of War Ragnarok. Honestly, I, I don't. I am not convinced that's coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's a bit bold. Because it, the whole COVID situation and stuff, like, do you, I, do you think they'd yeah. be on schedule? And I know, don't know, man. Sony I, Santa Monica, they did delay the original God of War as well. So, yeah, a couple times I feel like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think that's coming out. Um, <laughs> I, I, when do you I, think I don't we're think... going to see gameplay? Like, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I think we'll see gameplay this year. I just, I, uh, man, I don't know. I think next year, I think maybe like sort of the same window that the first one came out. Mm-hmm. Um, like March sort of 2022? March, April, something like that, yeah. Uh, we, don't, we don't know anything about it, honestly. I mean, like, obviously it's gonna, 
it's a follow-up and and spoilers 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 yeah. fast forward like a minute if you don't want to hear this um it'll probably focus on on uh, atreus loki. uh as loki and then thor might be in there yeah i don't know it's uh it, that's gonna be great i wonder if they'll keep the single camera shot what do you think oh yeah for sure yeah it's a trademark yeah. now of theirs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Destruction All Stars. This one's coming out in February. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, f- a free February, a free uh, PS Plus game for February. This one, I'm so glad they did that because honestly, like number number one, they were charging seventy bucks for this, <laughs> which is just absolutely insane. Um, and I don't know, man. It's like a it's like a destruction derby game, I guess. It's focused on multiplayer. I don't know. I don't want. I'm not trying to like you know, say it looks bad or whatever, but putting it as a PS Plus game was certainly wise. Yeah, I don't think think it looks bad. I I think it looks really interesting. It's like a mixture of uh, Twisted Metal and Fortnite. You know, it's got that zany kind of nature to it. Uh, So I'm looking forward to playing it. And I I think PlayStation's subsidiary kind of IP is kind of disregarded sometimes by Sony. So I, yeah. I, I like the fact that this is going to be a PlayStation Plus game. Um, yeah, me too. And I think they should do that more in the future with their lesser-known yeah. titles. Like I, if if this is a way for them to fund like Gravity Rush Three or the Ape Escape remake, you know, like I'm, I'm fa- it's fair game, please. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I just I wouldn't have purchased that otherwise. No, just, that's seventy dollars. Like, it, it's, it's a hard crazy. ask for a multiplayer game now because the precedent is like it's free to play. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you get and so much value out of Warzone and you know all those um, and Rocket or League. Fortnite or a- Apex, yeah. Fortnite, all these games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just you're right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Asking for uh seventy dollars for a multiplayer only game, you just can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the market is just too competitive now. You you could just play Warzone or Fortnite or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, Chris, this is one you're very excited about. Kenna Bridge of Spirits originally was yeah. supposed to come out, uh, 2020, but it was delayed to Q1. I I think that Q1 is going to turn into Q2, but that's just me Same. being we haven't seen pessimistic. Anything. Like, yeah. if it was coming out in Q1, I think we would have seen it during the Game Wars or something like that. Or, or like, uh, yeah, or at least have a, a, a have a solid date for it, you know? Right, right, exactly. We don't even have a release date for it yet. But Chris, why are you excited for Kenna? I, I'm, I'm excited because the combat looks really fun, and it has that light-hearted kind of tone that I love in video games. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Great you know, art. I love the art great, style. Amazing art. Um, and, like, the, the animation looks absolutely stunning. And they'll be using the DualSense controller as well, the the bow and arrow and stuff. So it'd be your first yeah. glimpse of how bow and arrow will feel in uh, Horizon, you know, or something like that. Oh yeah, that's uh, a great point. Yeah. So uh, and the three plat- D platforming as well, like it's got everything I I love in these. This game is games. made for you. It's made for me. So I'm really yeah. hoping it 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 does really well uh, next year or oh, this year mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I, I'm still getting yeah, tripped just... up by that. It's 2021. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I I love all those memes of like, you know, <laughs> December thirty first, eleven fifty nine, and then and then the next and then the next panel is like, uh, 
2021 Royal or whatever. 2021 U Deluxe. I, I <laughs> or, saw or whatever. 2020 U Deluxe. Yeah. I saw uh, December 32nd, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God, uh, we made it. We made it out of the year. I don't know. Nothing really seems different, but I think we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going. This game looks so cool. This is a game that I think was made for me. It's a game called Stray, and you play as a little cat, and <laughs> you're. It's like a kind of a cyberpunk little looking world. Uh, I don't really know what the gameplay is exactly. Um, I think it's a puzzle game. Uh, and yeah. the cat is interacting with like this cute little robot. Mm. Um, so they'll be trying to figure out a way to get out of the city. Um, right. So that's the main kind of like plot, I guess. And it's published by Annapurna. And you know, so is... you know it's going to be good, right? Like they, yeah, they Annapurna games are really good pretty stuff. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I just love how this looks. I love a game where you play as a cat, but it's like not really like an anthropomorphic cat. It's like a it's like a realistic looking cat. <laughs> Which I think we don't see enough of that. Um, so hopefully that games. comes out this year. More cat games, yeah. Um, goodbye, Volcano High. Man, I just was not sold on this when we saw it. This is I don't I don't know I'm I don't know. it's you're in okay I'm it's in. it's just I don't it kind of it's like reminds me kind of of like um uh what's that game with Life where you play as a cat no okay uh well yeah Life is Strange a little bit what's Night the game the where you play as a Night in the Woods, yeah. Just in terms of like that, that sort of like dialogue, you know, I guess, um, which is like okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, this just doesn't seem like it's for me. Um, the art is like cool, but it's, I don't know that it's something that I would want to play. This looks like something more that I would watch, you know, right. on, like a, on like Adult Swim or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, sort of an, uh, an adventure game. Dialogue choices, it's all animated. Like, that's the actual game. If you see the trailer, um, right, it looks like an animation through the whole thing. So, right, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure people will love it and you know, it'll have its audience. It's not really for me. Um, was that something you were into, Chris? Goodbye, Volcano High. I think so. I've heard a few weird things about the developer i can't remember yeah the, the news about that actually i don't know why there was an issue but something I was weird being yeah a bit weird feeling weird about that game at some point yeah so. yeah i don't know i don't, I don't know. know what was going on with it um so this is another one we saw i think during the ps5 reveal jet j-e-t-t don't jet care about the far <laughs> jet the far shore um stay far away I from don't me know. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This is another one that just didn't grab me when we first no. saw it during that reveal. Um, what, what, what can you tell us about Jet, Chris? It's like, it's so hard to explain. It's like a space exploration game. Yeah. From what I can figure out, I, I have more details in the article I mentioned. I just can't really remember it that well from the top of my head. Yeah. Well, it's made by Super Brothers. Yeah. Um. And what what game did they make that people really love? What, what Sword here, and Sorcery. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. Yeah, Sword and Sorcery. Yep. And people were like really pumped about a new Super Brothers mm-hmm. game, but but yeah, this just didn't really this just didn't jump out at me. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're being harsh on it, but uh, we'll we'll see more on that hopefully later this year. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Uh, all right, <laughs> another Five <laughs> Nights at Freddy's game. Still, I'm um, surprised that it's still popular. That that video yeah. got twelve million views. So yeah. 
And, still... and there's a movie coming out. They're yeah. making a movie. So people still like Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I don't get it. I tried playing it, and I was just like, this is weird. They made it. There was a, okay, let's see. There was a Wii U game. So there, oh, I know what it was. It was Star Fox. But then there was like a, like a, an additional game that came with it. Do you remember this? And it was like Five Nights at Freddy's where like you had like camera and you had, it was almost like a oh, defense Star Fox sort of Guard? Game. Star Fox Guard. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That is basically Five Nights at Freddy's, just not horror creepy. themed with, with, yeah, creepy. Yeah. Um, okay. So that pretty much wraps up like the games that are, that have been confirmed for 2021, whatever that means. Cause anything, you know, it could get delayed. Anything can get delayed. And then there were a few more you had listed here that are yeah, possible for Yeah, I forgot for this to year. include Horizon somehow, but um, I don't think I don't think that's coming out this year. I don't think that's coming out this year. No, so that that makes sense. Um, Final Fantasy sixteen is one that you included on here. I I don't know about that. I, I mean, the reason why uh, I included that is because the Final Fantasy fourteen team are very productive. Like that, I that whole kind of area of square enix they're on the ball and right it seems pretty far in development from what we saw so it, it, hmm. it, it i could be wrong it could definitely be a 2022 game but since square enix subsidized all of its development teams into like four or right. five groups i right. think that might bring more projects into the ether yeah it's just <laughs> I, your your well. logic your logic makes sense, I, but my whole thing is I keep getting hung up on that Final Fantasy fifteen was in development for like just, I mean it it that was, was a, a meme, trouble right? project though. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, if I had to bet one way or the other, I would say no on on it coming out right. twenty twenty one. But if it did come out this year, I wouldn't be like totally surprised. I I just uh maybe. Mm, I don't know. That's tough. I would say so, uh, early 2022 or summer 2022. That's what yeah. I would say on that. Okay. Um, Gran Turismo 7. Now, that one, I do think, will probably come out this year. Yeah. Um, It'd be perfect timing reason... as well, because Forza is uh, yeah. nowhere to be seen, almost. like it's, I guess it's at the same kind of stage as PlayStation. Uh, with uh, right. Gran Turismo, but I feel like Forza's further away than Gran Turismo from what we saw. Yeah, huh? And it's interesting because Forza obviously has the uh, Horizon uh, games and then the Motorsport games, but but the but the upcoming Forza game, it was just called For. I think they just said Forza. Yep. So I I was confused. I'm like, is this Forza Motorsport or Horizon? But then uh, but then Playground is making. Fable? Very bizarre. Anyway, let's talk about Gran Turismo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so GT Sport, let me look up the date on GT Sport. I believe 2017 is when that game came out. Yeah, 2017. So, let's see. That's four years. 19, 20, 21. Yeah, that's coming out this year. That's coming out this year, yeah. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Man, it looks great. Um, And, you know, it's interesting because in our sort of game sphere where we talk about games and all that, we, you don't really hear a lot about Gran Turismo, but I, these games sell like crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like these, there is like a quiet audience that just buy the, buys these games 
every time they come out, even like the worst selling Gran Turismo game, which I believe is probably Sport, or maybe, no, maybe it's 6 on PS3, either way, sells millions of copies, right? So, so yeah, this is an important game, and my god, it's beautiful. Just absolutely stunning. And it, and it just feels fancy when you play it. Like, it feels like you need to have, like, some <laughs> wine or yeah. whatever. Like, some champagne or something while you're playing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I played Sport. I put probably, like, 30, 40 hours into Sport. It's, it's great. It's just fantastic. Love the, love the Gran Turismo games. Um, and then you put on here The Last of Us Part Two multiplayer. This is tough because I don't even know what this is, you right. know? And, like, it, it hasn't, like, been officially announced. Even. But it's been teased that, you know? Um, yeah, that's I, I feel true. like a multiplayer mode might come shortly after The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. You know? Uh, like, it could take the model of, like, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, where right. the multiplayer comes out shortly after the game. Um, I don't think it's going to be that quick. Because, right. But I, I feel like this Last of Us multiplayer experience, whatever they're making, is uh, like going to be factions, but it's going to be a, to a bigger scale. It's going to be like a Battle Royale or something crazy like that. That is like a bigger scale. So what do you think on this? Do you think this is going to be a new game that you purchase? Or is this going to just be yeah. a free add-on to The Last of Us Part 2? It could definitely be either, but I, I think I'm swaying towards a new purchase territory. Hmm. Well, like it won't we, be like full sort of... price. I think it'd yeah. probably be like 40 bucks. That'd be, yeah. It, but see, again, we were just talking about this. This brings right. us back to, to the discussion about a, a, a multiplayer only game that you pay for. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not saying there isn't a place for that because there's certainly is it's just a harder I've seen so many fail yeah so i yeah you yeah. could be right i think it could be a free add-on to the last plus part two and that could bring more but people it, but, in. but yeah but then again i don't uh I, then then how are they going to monetize it, it the, the first game uh the multiplayer in the first last of us game just it it wasn't built well, around monetization right and so naughty dog is gonna... not alien to this though they've done it with the uncharted games They've made them free to play, and you could buy all the emotes, you could buy all the costumes and stuff. So they have have they do have experience with this kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's the true. battle royale is kind of like it kind of suited to that kind of like payment model now. Oh man, uh, that just, and the Last of Us uh, is a huge franchise, so I bet Sony want to capitalize that on that as well. I I cannot imagine it being a, a battle royale. You because... re- you really think so? Yeah, I it just it doesn't make sense. Like, wh- what are you gonna drop out of a plane? It, it just I don't know. How are they gonna no, make it work within the context I'm of the world? You, you, you're know. you're at a base and you have to collect resources around the area, and then you have a certain amount of time to pick up all these things and bring them back. But at like the best resources are at encounter points where there's two different factions fighting against each other. That's what I'm thinking. I think the survival elements make sense because yeah. that's how it was in the first game. But just within the context of The Last of Us, like that that world, yeah. What uh, I don't I just and like what like the ga- is there going to be gas that closes in on you? I don't know. Probably I not. Just feel like yeah, but like I, it'd be something similar to that where it's like a big open space where yeah. you're you're competing against each other for resources. Hmm. 
Well, either way. Yeah. I do think that's a thing. I just think it's kind of questionable right. what's going to happen. Um, and then the last thing you have on here is Little Devil Inside. Uh, just like a fun-looking adventure RPG. Uh, sort of a an interesting art style. Very, like, cartoonish looking. It's, it's, um, it's very cinematic. Like, I can't remember. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson or something like that. Like, it has that kind of look to it. Like, if yeah. you re- watched, like, the Fantastic Mr. Fox or Grand Boutique oh, yeah. Hotel or something like that. Yeah. So that might come out. Th- I think that will come out this year. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, well, I say that as if, <laughs> as if we didn't just go through a butt ton of games. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the games we touched on probably won't come out this year, or, or you know, a handful really? of them. Okay. Like, yeah, God of War, I don't think it's coming out this year. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo wouldn't be surprised if that got delayed to next year. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Jet, I don't even know what Jet is, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> Final Fantasy, I don't think it's coming out this year. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting that we don't know, like, a lot. And But you know what it is, honestly? I think it's just Sony sort of um, wanting to to stray away from putting a date on a game and then it being delayed and people being mad. So I think like two was a symbolization. Yeah, yeah, or God of War or whatever. So I I think like a lot of these games are probably far along, but just in terms of marketing, I think Sony just maybe doesn't want to uh, ruin the 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 positive buzz about a game by delaying it you know and i wouldn't I be know. surprised if it if horizon does come out this year actually uh, i should have included it on in the article because it has a ps4 version so it seems mm. like it's pretty close to launch area you know what i mean like a, a year or two from mm. launch so i don't know let's see i, I think it's possible so, so horizon the first one came out in 2017 yeah and Gorilla, assuming they're not working on Killzone, which is not. still possible. It, it, it's... Maybe not, but it's possible. I think it's possible that they're working on Killzone. But let's assume they're not working on Killzone, just for the sake of the, the discussion. Um, if they started work on Horizon pretty much right away in 2017, then, let's see, yeah, four years. That's totally plausible. Yeah. Holiday or fall or whatever of this year that's totally plausible um i just think in terms of like well i mean they need sony needs something right for the holiday for the fall mm-hmm. or well or, or or do they they actually have they typically don't put out like a big fall game it's usually spring they used to yeah, yeah they used to do that but now but uh, yeah with like the ps4 and like we could l- see a lot God of those games yeah. in the summer you never know <laughs> it'd be crazy yeah. but i've seen yeah. the way this stuff happen Yep, but anyway, solid list. A lot of these are exciting. Um, and then I'm, I'm really excited about the things we don't know about that, mm. that are going to be, like, whatever, like Metal Gear Solid remake out this year, Silent right? Hill. Whatever. Silent Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what would know. you like to well, see, actually? Like, like, those two games Chris, as well. But, like, I, I, I want to see, like, Ape Escape. I want to see, like, these old PlayStation franchises start to come back, like Sly Cooper or, you know. Well, this isn't going to be... This isn't surprising, but I would I would love to see Bloodborne two. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> that great. is just it's just it's honestly like offensive that we <laughs> that they haven't announced Bloodborne. But 2. would you be happy 
if From Software wasn't actually making it because they're currently on at work on uh, the George R. R. Martin thing, Elden Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's tough, man. Um. But do, do you think prob- they could actually do it after Demon Souls? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Blue Point. No, like Blue Point Japan what? Studio because they worked oh, on they worked on that game alongside Blue Point. So yeah, they probably true. have an idea of how these games work now. Yeah, yeah. I think if another studio did it, it would be fine at the end of the day. But I think people would be pissed. Yeah, I think like I think a lot of people would be mad. Like like for a, a mainline souls game or whatever bloodborne yeah i think people would be mad i don't but, think so uh, I, I think people would be happy after demon souls mm, well that was a remake i don't know you just it, you, you see a lot of like the i don't know like the hardcore like get good people <laughs> right i don't know man it, i could just see that it going really badly. depends on the trailer if that ever happens like if that looks yeah. like from software kind of style but from japan studio then i don't know I don't see a um I don't see a mainline Souls game not being developed by from software at least not anytime soon. Um, Doesn't so. is, didn't Miyazaki say that he's like steering clear yeah, he's from done. that series now? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, see, that's, they might be forced yeah. to actually do something like that because Bloodborne was a big seller on PS4. So yeah, I d- I don't hmm. know. I don't know. Very interesting. Sony's done it before uh, so, with their franchises. Sanzaru Games with uh, Sly Cooper 4, you know? Yeah, uh, that's true. Uncharted Golden uh, Abyss with Ben Ben Studio. Yep. Uh, uh, Media Molecule. Um, what's the yeah, Sumo uh, Little Big Planet? Yeah. Sumo, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, so it's possible. Yeah. Um, so those are the games to look forward to in 2021. Chris, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll do a list. One listener question, and then we'll get to what we've been playing. We'll be right back. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. All right, everybody, we are back. This is the part of the show where we answer your listener questions. Remember, you can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com, or every Wednesday we post our Twitter thread asking Usually. for questions <laughs> asking for questions and comments from our wonderful audience. Chris is alluding to that. I kind of messed it up before, but it's, it's, fine. it's fine. Normally on Wednesdays we have our, our Twitter thread. And you know what's interesting here, Chris? We don't have a question from Turner and Hoots, yes! and I believe... <laughs> 
And I believe it's because the whole Twitter thread thing got messed up. Yeah. So that's on us. Uh, Turner and Hooch, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and we didn't get to post our, our Twitter thread the, the proper way. He's going to so, treat um, us like number one baby stay out fan now. He's going to be oh very my upset. God. And I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared. Me too. I, I'm scared for my life. Um, <laughs> but we do have a question from Andrew McMahon. Andrew McMahon says, what is a game you guys didn't like at first but eventually came to love? Chris, is there anything you have in mind for this one? You'll be surprised by this. Oh, what is it? Kingdom Hearts. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So, as a no kid... No shit! In, at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts, there's Destiny Islands. And for me, like, <laughs> as a 10-year-old, I was frustrated that I wasn't seeing any of the Di- Disney stuff. You know? And oh, I see. So, some of the stuff in Disney, uh, Destiny Islands is a bit confusing. Like, yeah. as a kid, I guess. Like, trying to find all sure. these items around the the island and like getting confused as to where to go so yeah i was a little frustrated with it but uh once i returned to it like uh, a few months ago a few months later uh i loved it i absolutely loved it mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting wow that is really surprising because obviously <laughs> kingdom hearts is so uh special yeah. to you um the game for me th- this has actually happened a lot uh, funnily enough, Dark Souls is, is actually yeah. one of them. There we go. Um, uh, but I, I, the one I wanted to mention is actually Fallout, uh, Fallout 3. Um, let's see, that came out in 2008, I believe. Is it 2008? I don't want to misspeak here. Hold on. Fallout 3, let's see. Uh, yeah, 2008. So that came out in 2008, and people were, like, crazy hyped for that game. And so I got it day one. And I played it, and I don't know, man, like, <laughs> I, I think even at the time, that game didn't look great, you know? Yeah. It had sort of those, like, stiff models and that, that sort of bland color palette, right? Um, which makes sense, obviously, for the context of the world, but just from, like, a visual point of view, it's not very appealing. Anyway, so I played it, and I'm just like, dude, this is just, I don't know what this is. Well, anyway, like, years later, God, it must have been 2014. I mean, like, a really long time later. I was, like, sort of craving an RPG to play, but I didn't want, like, a fantasy RPG, and I was like, oh my god, that's, I, I want to play Fallout, I think, so, <laughs> so I, jumped ba- I jumped back into Fallout 3, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is totally great, I was like, yeah, this is, I totally get why people like this, I don't know, maybe it was just a wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. Yeah, sometimes at, uh, you're I not in the right it. mood, you know, like, yeah, you need to be in the right mindset to actually enjoy these games. Um, yeah, and that... And I think that's a great that that's a great takeaway. Like if they're because like you obvious you always hear people on Twitter like with their hot takes that you know oh this game sucks or whatever the case might be. I think that's fair to say you don't like something, but I do think it's important to try things again. Um, because then look, Chris, you wouldn't have. I mean, look, imagine skipping Kingdom Hearts. I know. I'm like, yeah, imagine crazy. Um, I wouldn't be a writer. Imagine, I don't think if it wasn't maybe famous. not. Maybe not. Imagine me skipping Dark Souls. That's crazy. Or Guitar Hero. Or Guitar Hero. Yeah, like, it's just like, yeah, or, I don't know. So I think it is important to, to try games again. Like, there are some things you, you know you probably won't like, like a sports game or whatever, mm-hmm. if you don't like sports games. But, like, I do think, yeah, if you don't like something at one time, maybe give it another go at some point. Might like it. I, I would I like know. to add this as well. Persona 5 was one of them, too. Because... Oh, wow. I did like it. But I fell off like at the midpoint of the game, 
uh, where oh, there, okay. there's like this pyramid. In, it's in like Egypt or something, in one of the, one of the palaces. So I dropped out oh. of it because I ran out of steam with it. And then about a year later, I played it again and absolutely adored it. You know, so yeah. uh, sometimes you need some breaks from those games, and then you can yeah. finally realize like why it's so beloved, or you know why you think it's awesome. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Well said. Um, all right, Chris, let's jump into what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've been playing quite a bit. Uh, let me just get our list here. Okay, cool. Here we go. Got it. Um, so the ones I, I want to start, I want to talk about, cause you just were speaking about Persona 5. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I want to keep talking about Persona 5 because that's what I've been playing. But I want to say, and it's funny too, because I quit probably about halfway yeah. When I first started It's a playing. big game. It's uh, a long game. It's like oh, 100 hours long. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I'm like 55 hours into it right now. And bear in mind, I want to say that when I first uh, like dropped off of it, it wasn't because I didn't like it. It's just... It, that's a game that you have to like really focus on, I think, to get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Like You could totally just like skip the cutscenes and stuff, but I think you're missing part of the game if you do that. So if you're not in the mood to read or if you're not in the mood to, like, fully, you know, be lost in that world, then, you know, uh, if you're sort of doing yourself a disservice by, by skipping the, the dialogue. Anyway, so what, but what I'm doing, though, oh, here's another thing, by the way. So I, I love Persona 4 a lot, Persona 4 Golden. I played all of that, pro- I'd say probably a 60% of that game at school on my Vita. And, and obviously Persona 5 is not on a handheld, and that's another reason why I feel like I sort of dropped off of it, because in my mind, Persona is a handheld game, yeah. right? And, and, like, Persona 3 was a handheld game, and I think that, that sort of continued with Persona 4 Golden. And anyway, um, so now, but what I'm doing is I'm playing it on my phone via remote play. Cool through the ps5 and i don't know if you guys know you could know about this but you can totally do that it works just like the ps4 with the vita uh but i think it's a little bit better and i think persona 5 is a great game to do that with because it's turn-based and it's not like you know you don't have to have twitch reflexes to play it properly um do you play it with the touch screen or a controller i use a controller and you can play you can play it with the touch basically how it works is like the the con- the button inputs will appear as touch screen inputs on that's the awful, you know on on the screen and like that's fine but it like obstructs the view of the screen right so like you don't really want to do that um but what's strange is okay so i it's basically you're streaming it from your PS5 or oh, PS onto your phone uh oh yeah i guess you could do it with your PS4 i'm doing it on PS5 but yeah you're right i guess you could do it on PS4 but but all of what I'm talking about is on PS5. It it doesn't work as well on PS4. Like I remember trying that, and it's just it runs like ass. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but it just run. It's like obviously right because you're streaming. But anyway, uh, yeah. So you're streaming it from your PS5 to your phone, but you're but you can't use a DualShock Five or Jesus, not DualShock Five, DualSense. You have to use a PS4 controller. Weird. The 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 DualSense do- isn't compatible with ios at least not yet huh and so i'm and so it's weird because i'm playing a ps4 game with a ps4 controller but via a ps5 
Huh. And Weird. and honestly, it works. It works great because Persona again is a is a turn based game. I also tried Warzone with this, and and really, it wasn't that bad. I wouldn't play it like that, but but I actually got like a couple kills. It, it like kind of works, but I I, I want to say that I am wired with my PS5. I'm connected via Ethernet, so that's very important. And I'm in the same how like I'm in I'm close to it, right? I imagine if you were to like travel, you know, even like across the the city or whatever, it it wouldn't work as well. But anyway, give it give that a try. Uh, Persona Five is awesome. Uh, I'm 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 still like meeting new characters. I think I'm about about to meet Futaba. Yeah. Uh, it's so seen... fascinating that game because you can meet new party members at like eighty hours in. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is yeah. this game? Yeah. And. And your points last week where you discussed how it's one of your favorite games about how, you know, it's, it's very, it's like is heavy and dark at times, but also like sort of reminiscent of the real world. I think that's, those points were very uh, valid. Um, Cause like, you know, I don't want to spoil anything about the game, but like, man, like just, it just gets so heavy and you're like, Jesus, like this is like some deep shit like, yep. <laughs> that you're dealing with. Right. Um, yeah, I do think it's a little bloated. Um, me too. Just slightly. Yeah. Just slightly. Like, I, one thing, and this drives me crazy in dialogue-heavy RPGs, when you're, like, you're talking with your party members or whatever, and you're like, okay, we, we know what we need to do. We need to go to this house. And then, and then literally, like, every character's like, yes, let's go to the house. I think going to the house would be good too. Why don't we go to the house? <laughs> going to the house is a good idea. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I get it. We're going to the house. Let's just cut. You could totally just cut right there after you mm-hmm. have decided. And this isn't like a cut scene. This is like you're having to hit X to go through all the dialogue. And you're like, as soon as, I think, I don't know. As soon as you decide that you're going to the house, it should just cut to yeah, that, that you're at the house. You get right. what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Or whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's like. What, like they'll make a point and you know what the point is but then they just keep talking and before it cuts what i don't like sometimes in that game is the occasional sound bites that repeat over and over again oh yeah that, how, how they're like hmm hmm or yeah oh interesting or yeah so, how they like say like, stuff like that yeah uh yeah they, or someone says like hell yeah like oh, yeah every five minutes <laughs> you know but, well you have to I guess what I, yeah, you know what they could do is cut what I just said, do what I just, just cut all that extra dialogue and then use that time and resources to make, you know, more of those sound bites or, or right. I guess fewer of them that are uh, more distinct sound bites, I guess, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of a huge I, nitpick. But... I did interrupt you with Futaba though. Like, what do you think of that stage oh, of the story I so far? Haven't, haven't actually officially met her yet, but. Oh. But there are these like shots of her at a at a screen, and it's the game is like teasing like that. There's this character that you're gonna meet, but I don't actually think you you officially get introduced to her yet. But I'm like 55 hours in. I think it's coming, like at mm-hmm. the next uh, palace that we do. Anyway, um, cool game. And if if you were not playing it because it's not on a handheld, I think that's totally fair. But try streaming it onto your phone. I well, think yeah. that's a uh, I don't know if it works as well on oh, Vita, but yeah, right. give it a trip. 
Actually, you know what? I I tr- oh okay. Now that now that we're on the subject, I did try streaming it from PS4 back when you know I was using PS4 onto Vita, and it's fine. Yeah. But only but only because Persona Five is not like a fast paced game. But but the phone on the PS5 onto your phone, I think works way better. It's probably because because of the Wi-Fi card inside the phone. That yeah, it's either it's either because of the better Wi-Fi on the phone or better internet innards right. on the PS5. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, cool game. Um, still playing Warzone. I don't know if you guys have heard how much I love Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting better at it. I realized. God, I must have put 15 hours into Warzone in like a couple days. I don't wow. know, man. I got I got I have a problem. <laughs> um, and. The other thing I wanted to touch on is Halo, the Master Chief Collection. And it's so funny because that plays so differently from Warzone. It's like two opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of first-person shooter multiplayer games. Um, yeah, so I'm playing... Uh, mo- I've, I've, I've just been playing multiplayer on Halo. But what I've been doing is I've, pl- I've been playing Halo 2 and Halo 4. And I know that's like really controversial because people love you know, original Halo or original Halo 2 or even Halo 3. But I want <laughs> just it's the little thing. So for Halo 4, one of the things I really love is when you get a kill, it gives you the points like the points pop up on your screen, just like in Call of Duty. And you can sprint, which I know, again, is very controversial. People <laughs> don't like that you can sprint. I, I don't know. I, I think what it is, is I like that Halo 4 is a lot like Call of Duty. <laughs> and I, I think that's, I, don't know. I think that's the reason why Halo's kind of struggled over the years is because it doesn't feel like modern shooters. And there's that expectation yeah. of the modern audience of like, have it feel a certain way. And like, I tried Halo multiplayer a few months ago and I didn't like it. You know? Yeah. It's tough. I think, if you're like trying to jump into it for the first time, right now, that's kind of a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, Moses is te- Moses is here. Oh, hi, Moses. Hello. Hey, Moses. Um, but if you're I, but I think if you played it back in the day, you have that sort of nostalgia that's like driving you. Um, but it's so much fun, and especially when you like get the hang of it. But man, I will say the controls are absolutely garbage. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know like how we tolerated that back in the day because the controls. My goodness, like, you... Sorry, I have to move, Moses. Um, you have to click in the stick to aim, which is just atrocious. And then you reload with R1. What? Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. Maybe, and it's probably fine for, like, the pro players, and there's probably some scientific reason why reloading with R1 is actually better or whatever. But just it's just so hard because, like, shooters are typically, like, the, the, the control schemes are typically pretty similar. Like, you yeah. jump with A, A or X, whatever, on PlayStation. You jump with X, you reload with Square, you switch weapons with Triangle, all these things. And in Halo, it's just like, and I don't know that you can map the controls I think either. you can. Yeah, I think you I can. tried doing it. I tried doing it, and I couldn't figure it out. Maybe I'm right. just dumb. Oh, you throw grenades with L2 or LT, oh, whatever. That's so weird. It's just like, I don't, it just feels old, which I guess is fine because it's nostalgic, whatever. I don't know. But nonetheless, I was having a blast. The maps are awesome. It's it's just a totally different uh, experience from Warzone, and I think that's fine because Warzone's so stressful, and you have to just be like so focused when playing Warzone and like so aware of your surroundings. And in like Halo, it's so much more lighthearted. You're just jumping around and 
shooting. It's like, you know, uh, what is it? Arena. It's like an arena shooter. Shooter. So, yeah. I don't know. Halo's cool. Uh, I'm very much enjoying my Xbox Series S. And, yeah. Uh, I regret not getting one sooner. But here we are. I'm glad you're saying that, Joseph. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> you're on uh, the Xbox family now. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, I haven't bought a single game for this system yet. Because I'm playing through xbox games pass the best game deal pass. in gaming the best deal in gaming so yeah chris what have you been playing <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing about my voice josh i'm sorry josh <laughs> <laughs> uh but yes i finished observer system redux uh we received a review code for this uh, so thank you mm-hmm. and thank you. yeah it's it's or it's pretty cool what happens towards the second half of the game because the first half is more like a psychological kind of like thriller where like it's presenting you different kind of like scenarios that are trippy in nature. And then during the second half, it turns more into a horror game, like an actual horror game where something's chasing you, you know? Oh, um, cool. So yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a really cool twist towards the end. Uh, but... Uh, just just to give a general kind of sense of what this game is like it's uh, at the beginning it's more of an investigative kind of thing so you're you're this inspector and you're uh looking through all these rooms uh for clues and uh, to, to and like you go from place to place it's kind of like a uh a point and click game in a way but like more <laughs> more involved i i guess i yeah. could say um an adventure game mm. you could also call it um graphics are absolutely stunning like i said uh, a few weeks ago um the lighting is incredible i love the ray tracing in it um frame rates usually stable when it's moving from place to place it kind of like shudders a little bit and then goes back to normal uh which is you know like i can that's respectable you know that's fine um but <laughs> my my one thing with observer is that it kind of fails at the end like the ending's kind of like anticlimactic in a way. Um hmm. I feel like it, it kind of just falls to a fud. Um it has like two different endings that just don't feel very um rewarding, I guess. Yeah. So, huh. Like you have all this like anticipation building up and it's like, oh, well, I didn't really see um the, the like what happened afterwards or like what what my actions uh, caused at the end of it right uh but i i would recommend observer uh just because of its trippy visuals it's really cool kind of narrative style and uh yeah just it, it's it's a it's a really good game and if you are looking for like a cyberpunk kind of experience and don't want to play cyberpunk 2077 um i think this is a good option for you <laughs> interesting um i always get hung up on stuff like that where like you know you play through the whole game and it's mostly good and then the ending is kind of not great yeah i i i never know how to like reconcile with those thoughts that's kind of how i felt with about the first outlast game that game is awesome and then you Mm -hmm. get to the end and and the end i don't know i thought the end was just kind of strange of outlast so that seems like maybe that's kind of um, it's kind of a similar situation yeah kind of similar I do want to play this. How long is this? Uh, it's Observer. not long at all. It's like six to eight hours. So. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and this is, 
and this is a PS5 game. This is remastered yes, for this PS5. This was a remastered uh, game uh, from the PS4. So you can right. check it out uh, that way. I think it's on Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X as well. But yeah. I, I just saw Observer, the original release, is actually on Switch too. So there's all sorts of different oh, versions you can get. You know what? I might actually own that on Switch. I, I don't want to play the original though. I wouldn't I recommend play playing it. it on Switch. I'd recommend playing it on PS5 for sure. Because yeah. it's the added visuals, the 4K. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it just looks incredible. And like some moments in the game like a jaw dropping like at least my jaw dropped <laughs> so cool. it's got some really cool moments um awesome uh what else chris yeah so a sack sack boy a big adventure i've been playing that more um i kind of dropped off it a little bit um for some reason i don't know why maybe it's the the pacing of the gameplay is uh it's just not as intriguing as it once was. Um, maybe as I go further in into different zones, then um, I'll be more invested. I just I'm not a big fan of like the jungle kind of like environments. I guess in in platformers, uh, it's kind of been hmm. overdone at this point. I, no I jungles. You're you're anti jungle. <laughs> anti jungle. Yes, anti jungle. <laughs> uh, but I will say this game is is really inventive still uh i mm. i like where it goes um with places and um if you've played rayman legends and really love those music levels i think you'd appreciate sackboy big adventure because it has i i'll try not to spoil it for you too much but i i love how certain gameplay elements are in time with the music and there's like proper mm. pop music in here as well like um bruno mars um and all sorts of like really popular songs. So it is it is cool when those moments come up. Um I will also say the soundtrack is is quite lovely. Uh it fits kind of lovely. the tone and atmosphere of it. Um yeah. Like Sackboy is is a it's a pretty good game. Um I'm gonna play more of it. Hopefully uh it can impress me a little more than it has this week. Um but yeah, I, I would recommend it, even even despite those gripes. And Chris, Bruno Mars is my favorite death metal artist. So that's always, <laughs> what? that's very important. That's very so... wrong. That's very wrong. <laughs> is there a different Bruno okay. Mars? No, there's not. I don't. Okay. Or maybe, I don't. That's my knowledge. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm tough, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm tough, I'm gonna give it to you. Oh, God. All right. Um... Sorry. <laughs> I'm that's trying okay. to do a mess with uh, that song and it failed spectacularly. All right, what else? Uh, here, uh, you've been playing another platformer, Chris. Yeah, man. Astro's Playroom. I'm on this platformer kick. Uh, I just, I wanted to finish the game completely before yeah. it corrupted my save again. God damn it. Because <laughs> it did oh, corrupt my like my, my save like first time I was playing it. So I went for the platinum, got all the challenges. And I will say this, um, I love the SSD and how fast it loads these levels. And yeah. It's really, it's really friendly for trophy hunters because what you can do, you can boot up the screen with all the levels and uh, you can select them and go straight to that point. And then what I found really cool is that uh, you can go into your home menu or sub menu or whatever they call it and you can bring up tips Like, and there's like these videos that play that show you exactly where... Uh, the items are that you need to get the trophy you know so i, I thought 
yeah, really cool implementation oh. of the PS5's tech. Um, I, wow. And yeah, like it doesn't really take our jobs either <laughs> uh, as guide writers because it's it doesn't have that context, you know, like. And these tip videos are very specific as to like, okay, this is the location of this, but it doesn't give you that idea of like how to beat a boss, for example, or, you know right. what I mean? Uh, yeah. At least so far from what I've seen. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too worried about those taking our jobs. I think yeah. we discussed that before. Yeah, I think um, so. Uh, but Astro's Playroom, lovely game. I love all the references. Um, excellent platformer and uh, it's free. So everyone who has a yeah. PS5 needs to well, check it out. Well, well, you have to buy a PS5 and then it's yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, everyone <laughs> who has a PS5 needs to check it out. Yeah. Um what did you make of the like motion or touch thing? Like I there were cuz like each world or each level or yeah, I guess each world has its own what do you call it? Like one in one of them you're a frog and one of them you're a monkey. One of them what did you spring. make of the, Yeah. Yeah, what do, what do you make of those? Because that those were my least favorite parts of the game because they were just not as responsive as I would have liked. I, and I thought I they didn't were have like much issues with it, honestly. Like they they were responsive to me, and I was able to figure hmm. it out. Uh, but I can see your point. Yeah, they are my least favorite parts as well, just hmm. because they feel long and laborious. Yeah, as it's like the oh, rest of the game. Yeah, like they have to shoehorn in the motion section mm-hmm. i don't know i i would have I, I did it more like the, just i did like the touchpad um with rolling a ball or something i thought that was really fun oh uh, that was I, I almost threw my controller out the window i was so <laughs> I was, like, infuriated it's not that hard uh, i guess i suck at video games i don't know that's <laughs> that's i think that's what this discussion is is just i'm bad at video games we need a segment um, called uh joseph sucks at gaming joseph joseph sucks sponsored by skyline skyline chili <laughs> It's just like a video of me just failing over and over again <laughs> at video games. That actually would be very interesting. I kind of love that idea. Um, all right, Chris, what else? A couple more here before we say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mega Man 11. I haven't got much, too much to say about it because I just started this. Um, I got it for cheap over the holidays with the sales. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I might have to go on the lowest difficulty for this one. Because oh, I did. I, I feel I did. like with modern platformers now, you, like re- restarting the whole level again is just so aggravating, you know? Right. Like, yeah. Have the proper checkpoints, and then, you know, just that if I run out of lives, then take me back to that checkpoint, checkpoint you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just frustrating. Um, I don't want to play through a part of the level over and over and over again. And I know that's against. Um, what Mega Man fans want, but it would be nice to have the option. And I'm guessing the easiest difficulty does have that. Am I right? Yeah. So the yeah. So the easiest difficulty does have the, the checkpoints aren't amazing, but they're they're fine. But what you can do, there's this like time manipulation you can do. You can yep. basically slow down time. It's awesome. And on the e- yeah, and on the easiest difficulty, it is like that's going to get you through the game basically i can't play the the regular mega man game you know the older ones i'm just again joseph sucks at video game like i can't i just can't <laughs> joseph like, sucks I tr- at video games <laughs> sponsored by skyline chili <laughs> yeah like i tried playing what maybe mega man 2 i believe on 3ds i got the you know the classic version yeah and 
even even with save state, dude, it was to the point where I would like do anything <laughs> and make a make a save. I would just, I would climb up to the top of a ladder, make a save, jump a platform, make a save. That's what like, I because did. it's it's <laughs> just I, I like the games aren't like that anymore, you know. Like no. and so yeah, and so Mega Man Eleven I think is tough, although it's probably not as tough as the originals. No. But if you want to play, if you want to just breeze through it, just play on the easiest difficulty abuse that time manipulation you know slow down time or i think you could even rewind eh, maybe not but you can slow down time i think and yeah it that just makes it so much better i think i would say i want to add this uh i think Mega Man 11 looks absolutely stunning like with its cartoon art style it really pops like i don't think screenshots really give it um as much (laughs) um positives as it should be should you know um I, yeah. I think it looks it looks great um running yeah. in the game. Yeah. Moses is scratching. He just got a new collar for Christmas with his name on it and he, mm. I don't I don't know if he likes it, but he's jingling again. So if you guys hear the jingling, that's why. <laughs> um Chris, one more game and then we'll say goodbye for the yes. day, okay? Yeah. Sorry, I'm what probably do, taking so long. <laughs> I apologize. No, 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 it's it's fine. That's what we're that's what we're here for to, to right. talk about video games. So, so what else you got? I, I tried a wee bit of uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Before you get into hold on, hold on one second. So the <laughs> a wee bit so that that's a British measurement. That's a Scottish right? me- a, measurement, yeah. Oh it, oh it's Scottish. Okay. What about a spot? A spot, a, a spot of cyberpunk. Yes, we would usually say a spot of tea, but I guess that will work too. So you've been playing a spot of cyberpunk. A spot of cyberpunk, yes. And that's British. Yes, uh, that 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 would be British. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. All right, I just wanted to clear that up for the listeners. They mm-hmm. were probably confused. Okay, good. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. So, what happened was. I was trying to get a refund of this game about two weeks ago. Holy sh... God damn it. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and I still haven't had my refund. So I, I, I thought, oh, wow, well, well, I'm probably not going to get it then. So I just downloaded it again. <laughs> and How did you it. go about... How did you go about trying for the refund? Did you email CD Projekt? Or did so you... it's, it comes up with a link with PlayStation. And it's oh, a simple yeah. button where you could just request it, you know? Uh, but now that is too late to try to request it again because it the cutoff was twenty eighth. Um, I'm kind oh, of oh there was a there was a cutoff. Yes. I didn't know there was a cutoff. Yeah, there was a cutoff. Uh, so now I can't yeah, get probably... that refunds. So I just thought you know what I was kind of enjoying Cyberpunk, so let's just play it again. And man, you were right about the combat. I was such an idiot last time we talked about this. <laughs> it's it's so rough. Like the snipers don't feel good, like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to really I don't know. point pinpoint uh, the yeah. shots. I, it's, it's and then the bugs. I don't. There's, yeah. there's so many bugs, like yeah. people walking on cars and and then it's <laughs> cars not even, it's walking not, on people. Yeah, cars walking <laughs> on people. Mass hysteria. Uh, cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Oh man! It's it's not just the bugs either. There's gameplay moments oh, as yeah. well where, like, there was this mission where it said, "Oh, I can sprit, I can go on this uh, power brick, and I can jump on it and jump over the roof or jump over the fence," but I couldn't do that. 
So mm. what do I do? <laughs> yeah. There's not many stealth options for me because I didn't build my character that way. So oh, I didn't want I don't want to upset one of the characters in the game Takamura, so I'm just trying to find a way to sneak into uh the base without, you know, uh, annoying him, right? <laughs> and I don't mm. I don't think that's possible for me because I'm I'm more of an offensive kind of guy and I still haven't figured out the hack the hacks hacking and all that kind of stuff. I think Watch Dogs does a better job with its stealth system. Um with yeah. all the hacking and the yeah, there's a lot more options available to you. Uh, so if, if if you like the idea of hacking stuff, I, I would say check out Watch Dogs Legion. I, I think that's a better game, honestly, right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Story I, I don't might think... not be as good, but if you're in it for stealth gameplay, for sure. And, you know, Watch Dogs is pretty polished. You know, yeah. Ubisoft is... Ubisoft, I mean... In the past, they've gotten a lot of heat for bugs and stuff. Obviously, Assassin's Creed Unity is a famous example. But in recent, in recent years, they've been pretty good about uh, releasing a game that is functional and obviously nowhere near as bad as Cyberpunk in terms of quality, you know. Here's what I admire about, about Ubisoft. They make mistakes and then they learn from them. They're not like EA or sometimes Activision, <laughs> you know. They, yeah. they actually figure out their mistakes and work on them. Um, and hopefully yeah. they'll work on the harassment kind of situation. Oh, yeah. To- toxic culture oh, of there course. too. Uh, but I-, sure. I think they'll work on that and I think it will improve there. Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so yeah, Cyberpunk. Eh, um, yeah. I'll-, I'll continue playing it. I think I'll finish it because I'm intrigued in the story enough. Um, but yeah, it's a rough game. It's so It's so funny because like when I first started playing Cyberpunk, I was getting a lot of like Fallout vibes. Because yeah. it's kind of similar to Fallout, I think. Um, <laughs> and then I got my Series S, and then I just started playing Fallout New Vegas. And I'm like, this is way better. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having a way better time playing New Vegas. Obviously, it, it, it looks old, but it runs fine. It's like, <laughs> it, I'm, I don't know, man. If, you're, if you want to play Cyberpunk and like, you're worried about the bugs and stuff, just go play Fallout, I think. <laughs> I think you'll have a better time. And then wait for... for because I think Cyberpunk, there's something special there. And I think, th- I think that world is cool, and I think there's a lot of interesting things going on with it. But I, yeah, just wait. It'll be, just give it a minute. Next year. Or, just no, this wait year. To, until when it was supposed to release. Yeah. Which, who knows when that'll like be. March, yeah. probably. March, um, yeah. Yeah. So Cyberpunk so yeah. is rough. But it also reminded rough. me of like Far Cry, in a way. Yeah, too. a little bit of Far Cry. It's like Far Cry mixed with Fallout. Yeah. A little bit. Something like that. Um, Chris, that wraps us up. Episode 101. Indeed. Um, indeed. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Hope everything is going well on your end over there. Hope you're safe. Please stay safe. Um, stay safe. Drink water, bitch. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else, Chris? Am I missing anything? Uh, don't be racist. I don't know. Yeah. The whole spiel. Don't be a dick. Um, don't be a dick. Um, Chris. Where can people find you when you're not on ActiveQuest? Yeah, you can find me at PenwellWrites on Twitter. Uh, you can find my written work on The Gamer, uh, Tech Raptor, and Game Grooves. I have a bunch of articles coming up there. Uh, yeah, and also, I restarted Let's Speak Geek uh, with oh, Season cool. 2. So I've, I've brought on... Season 2. Uh, Vaughn Hyde, friend of the show. 
onto the on, onto the <laughs> podcast, and we talked about My Hero Academia. We talked about uh, anime. Uh, you guys already talk about Hyperlight Drifter. You guys already talk about My Hero Academia. I know, but we My had Hero to talk Academia about it. Like we're fans of the show, and we need oh, to indoctrinate more people. Fair enough. Um, oh, and by Go the way, beyond. I like Hyperlight. I like I like Hyperlight Drifter. By the way, yes. Uh, um, but also check out Go Beyond, a My Hero Academia podcast. Uh, and yeah, that is also with Born Hyde. Uh, we talk about each and every episode of the series uh, with great detail. And uh, yeah, that 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 show's been really cool to do. Um, it's been rising, uh, and th- like we're we're happy with how it's going. And we just had this lovely comment from uh, a, a listener of the show who said uh, that it really brightened the, uh, their year in twenty twenty. Wow, their whole year. Yeah, and wow, it's uh, it's the funniest podcast I've listened to. <laughs> so wow, uh, yeah, that was that was a great compliment. That's and, a great uh, compliment. Well, I couldn't believe what they said. So um, yeah, uh, cool. if, if if they're saying it, you know, also check it out if you're a my Hero Academia fan. Cool. Um, anything else, Chris? Anything you're working on? Anything like that? Uh, what can I say? Uh, I'm probably going to work on something for the Rayman 2 anniversary this year. Oh, it's coming yeah. up at the end That's... of the month. So There's a lot of anniversaries this year. Yes, yeah, a lot of anniversaries. It's crazy. And I, I think with Active Quest, we could definitely do like some series specials where we talk about sure. like Resident Evil or uh pokemon or i don't know I, I i think we could do some really cool stuff there cool and uh can people find your work at the gamer and uh tech yes Gra- yes the tech rayman Raptor? one's yeah. gonna be for game grooves uh but i'll also be doing a article about the vita um where it went wrong and how the switch is doing a better job at it Chris, God damn it! Don't you say a bad word about the Vita. I will come over there, I will come over there and strangle yeah, you. You're, you're stuck on Vita <laughs> Islands with no games, mate. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, um, and you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. You can find my work at Digital Trends, uh, Your Money Geek, um, and then I do have something coming out for Games Radar. I'm doing. Um, <laughs> it'll actually probably be live either the day this episode goes up or maybe a couple days after. It's um, the Maneater boss in Demon's Souls sucked in 2019 and it sucked <laughs> in 2020. Dude, that, that boss is just is bad. That's a bad boss. I, I will totally admit that. I love Demon's Souls and I think most of the bosses are totally fair and, and pretty well designed. Maneater sucks, man. Just throwing that out there. So... Uh, it's not just you if you're str- if you're struggling on Maneater. So does so Danny that... Furtado's song called Maneater. Okay, fair. Two Maneaters that suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and then what else? Uh, I don't know if I have anything else in the works. Yeah, just it's slow right now. We might have some uh, Hitman coverage at some point. I think. Yes, I don't know. I might send a review co- request uh, for that game, but let for us hit, know what Man, you'd yeah. like us to cover. Uh, I, I think yeah, it'd be for sure. Cool to see like what yeah. you think we should do. Um, no sports games. I can't do no, the sports games. We can't games. do the sports games though. Sorry, I'm not educated enough. Unless it's Mario, games. then yes. Yeah, oh yeah, Mario Golf. Sign me the fuck up for some <laughs> Mario Golf. Oh, 
And then God, over Mario the next Bar. month, I think we'll be doing Nintendo and Xbox in terms of what we can expect and what we hope for, perhaps. Right, um, for, for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we're going to be having a, a lot of guests. Obviously, next episode is Lily Zaldivar. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a few other people lined up for the weeks after. So, with all of that said, Chris, thank you for your time. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we hope you have a great week. And we will catch you for next week's episode 102. Take care, everybody. And then, where do the Pikmin fall on the cute scale? Are they more or less cute less than cute. baby? Much less cute. Oh my god! I don't think. Look at the look at the rock Pikmin. He's so cute. No, he's look at not. Him. Look at those eyes. They're terrifying. They're terrifying, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, how about uh, one of the Bulborgs? No, that's even more terrifying. Look at his <laughs> eyes. It's like the Muppets, but creepy. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.